William. Now then, Ray Winston here. The real one. Close enough. Doing a new podcast with me mate Tony. Soprano, that is. Oh, how you doing? Talking all the big stuff. Birds, scraps, films. And of course, men's mental health. With studio guests such as Arch Feminist and Top Broad, Deborah Francis White. And disgraced scumbag comedian, Deborah Laughs. Something for everyone. We're trying to be better men, ain't we, Tony? That's right. We're bad boys done good. Available on YouTube and to download on all good audio platforms. Go on, get off your hands, you dopey c- Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello. How are you? You all right? Good. I'm glad. I hope you are. Um, I hope everyone's cool. Uh, had some lovely messages and some lovely, some lovely words from some listeners. A nice one for that. Thanks to uh, Lee Brown for your continued support, mate. Nice one. Che Woodman, nice one for getting in touch. Lindsay Bradbury, nice one for, for continuing to like all this stuff and, and getting involved. That's great. John Tracy, you know, man. You this John Tracy, I've never known a comedy fan like it. He's he's his energy is incredible. So big shout out to you, John. Also, I'd like to say a big shout out to my man, Mr. Luke Benson. He now lives in lives in uh, Melbourne, I think he's moved out to. Um, I just want to say nice one, man. I, I'm glad you're doing all right. I'm glad you're in a better place. I was surprised to read your message. Um, Luke and I go go way back. We've known each other years. We sort of started, started comedy together. Um, nice one man I'm glad you're alright and uh, hopefully I'll get to see you next year if I come out that'd be nice wouldn't it hanging around uh, Puggle Muck Puggle Muck Puggles on the Twitters there thank you very much for that the other day I really appreciate that with the uh, give a heads up about the uh, Scroobius Pip album on vinyl uh, a bit skint in a minute so I've had to let it slide but thank you very much I very much appreciate that I'm sure I'm sure it'll come up again uh, but yeah nice one very much appreciate that and uh, another shout out to uh, my main man Mr. the big Steve Priest hope you're good mate I still see you liking and sharing and all that nice one brother I hope you're well cheers to everybody again if you want to if you listen to this and in, in, you know you feel like dropping me a line be it good be it bad you know get in touch just send us a message um i like to, I, I you know I, I do reply to everyone eventually i'm a bit i get a bit i'm, a bit, I'm so shit at admin it's unbelievable but that's the thing i didn't get into this to do admin you know what i mean 
supposed to be supposed to be you know I don't know it's supposed to be a bit of fun isn't it but you know that's that's what I say a bit of fun I mean this is you know the podcast is supposed to be a bit of fun I mean comedy comedy I'm doing a podcast you know just to talk to you guys you know but it's the admin man I'm so shit at it as well now, having to book gigs I'm terrible terrible having to email people say, can I come and play your gig I don't know what I'm scared of what am I scared of it's ridiculous I'm 47 I mean they're not hopefully they're not going to turn around and go no you're shit we don't want you here I don't know what I don't know what it is you know it, I mean I imagine you have the same shit as well and whatever you have to do you know it's weird isn't it like I'm scared of contacting people. Mad. Um, but yeah, nice one for getting in touch. And do feel free to get in touch. Do feel free to jump up on uh, iTunes and that and give us a five-star rating and a thumbs up and all that. Because then it pushes us up the charts and then it gets people noticing. They go, oh, what's this? And then they click on it and then they have a listen. And then we get more people in our little group. So if that if you can do that for us, that would be fantastic. So this week... Um, I was I was very lucky uh, to be joined by uh, a man called 76. Uh, 76. I met him again through the hardcore listings, boys. Uh, nice one to Chris and Stu once again. Honestly, if you haven't if you haven't got onto that, get onto that um, hardcore listings. Uh, Stu's got off the beat and track, um, and it's all through the Distraction Pieces Network. Good lads doing good things. Um, and 76 does the production, I believe, and the editing for Stu, a lot of Stu stuff. He's also a hip-hop producer and, and uh, breakbeat guy. Um, I've listened to some of his stuff. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But he's a smashing dude as well. And, and uh, big up to his girlfriend as well. Hello, Tash. Hope you're well. Um, lo- both lovely people. You know, Again, you know, human beings. They've been through some shit, but they've come out the other side. And, uh, and uh, you know, they're... They're doing all right. So, and yeah, so I got him on. Uh, would have been. See the thing. I'm. A, I'm quite. A, I'm quite a few ahead with some of these. I've. I got. I got carried away and interviewed a load of people. So I've got a few stacked up. But we're getting through them. So some of these would have been recorded like a couple of months back. Because um, again, I'm, I worry that where I've done things before and I've not. I don't follow it through. I didn't want this to just, I'd start this and then it failed. So I just went, I went all out and recorded a load of interviews with a lot of people. So this would have been recorded sort of the end of, end of, um, well, beginning of the summer, I reckon, would have been back then. Him and Tash, lovely, lovely, lovely people came down and we had a chat in the, in the flat. So um, get on it, people. 76. It's like with gigs. If, if, I like people, I like more of a chippy inner. Crowd. I was in Istanbul recently, not bragging. It was only in and out. One gig, flew in, flew out with Jade, and I was on first. And the and the audience were, they were all chipping in. Mm. Like, all I did was was I had a conversation with the audience. Yeah. And it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I bet it was because it organic. Was, they were on the yeah, group, they? yeah. They were like there was no malice with them. They were just going. They just wanted. They wanted to speak. And I was like, fine, let's have a chat. And then Jade went on afterwards. They'd done all the speaking. Yeah. Well, she just did her thing. It's like brilliant. And That's doing this, to be. doing with podcasts and that, I like it if someone's around and chipping in, and it makes it more exciting for people listening. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's a bigger conversation. So yeah. So Tash, mate. So at the moment, I've got seventy six in the room. He's come there. He's come down to Leon C to to tell me all of his all of his uh, stories. Are we recording? Yeah, mate. And his oh. missus is over right over by the window <laughs> on her blower, as <laughs> typical. You're not doing anything for the feminist movement by sitting over there being a typical woman. Uh, yeah, but I am doing that. 
Yeah, you're just, you've got a glass of rosé, you've got your blower, <laughs> shoes off, on the couch, just don't give a fuck, mate. She don't give a shit about the family. Yeah. yeah, as long as you clean it. <laughs> Trying some of Jade's stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that is not where the underwear goes. <laughs> On your head like Spider-Man running around. <laughs> 76. Is that when you were born? I was born in 1976. Yeah, mate. On the hottest day in record, May the 7th. Yeah, right, of course. Yeah, it was yeah, heat so. wave, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah. And then you um, popped out. Your yeah, mum and dad knew, obviously, that there was going to be it's going to be a hot time. It's going to be a hot summer, so yeah. So, like, right, we'll have put my mum through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. Not only is it going to be red hot in Orsett Hospital, but also you're going to have to do a bit lot of pushing and puffing and panting. Yeah, walking around with you inside her. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And I was I was six foot as well. When you <laughs> wearing your mum as a suit. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah I could see out of her eyes and breathe out of her mouth. It was <laughs> this is a weird pregnancy, eh? Hey? Ah, yeah. we'll go with it. No one said it's different. <laughs> yeah. So you were born in '76. I was. Where was yeah. that in Essex? Yeah, in, in all city in Essex, all city yeah, hospital. All city, yeah, so I've lived know. in Essex all my life. It's funny, isn't it? The word all city in an Essex all accent, all city. It sounds all like you're dropping the H. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's horsey. No, it's all city. <laughs> it is all city. All city. Yeah, and uh, and your and it's full of stables as well, so it's full of all shit. So horses, you can, you can horses in all city. Yeah, horses in all city. All city full of all shit. Yeah, that's what they chant. <laughs> is that what they chant? Yeah. <laughs> Where they chant that at the football? They in the the people who live in Greys like me. Oh right, they yeah. Stand on the edge of all sit and charm yeah, right. people who live in all Ah, yeah, right. Yeah. Is there a Greys all sit rivalry? Yeah, because Greys is a shit on all sit is lovely. <laughs> I said this to Stu on his on um, what was it? I think we were doing. I think we were doing off the beaten track, and I drove to his house and said, "Mate, have I just seen a sign for a beach?" <laughs> <laughs> was anyway. it in? in in the vertical commas. Brown, it was yeah. brown. So I thought, well, that must be the state of the beach. Yeah, it is, yeah, brown beach. That's a euphemism as well, by the way. That's it? what happens if you go down there. You get a brown beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up in Orsett. Well, no, I was born in Orsett. Born in Orsett. So right? I grew up for the best part of three hours in Orsett. Yeah, really? Yeah. Right. Just in the hospital. Yeah. And then I lived in Corinham, which is about, about four or five miles from Orsett. Okay. Lived there till I was five or six. Yeah, right. And then moved to Grace. I've been at Grace since I was six. What was that like growing up in Grace? Because I've got to be honest, I don't know much about this area. I've only lived here a year and a half. Where did you live before this? I lived in, I've lived all over. I'm from Kent originally, sort of Kent, South East London border. So, uh, yeah, and now I live over enemy lines in Essex. That feels great. Yeah. Kent can fuck off. Sorry, (laughs) anyone listening from Kent, I love you all, but fuck off. Yeah. You're the reason (laughs) Farage exists, you fucking pricks. (laughs) So anyway. That's why I had to build that big, that big moat. I can't remember what they call it. Is it the Thames? Well, the Thames, yeah. Yeah, just to keep the cunts out. Yeah. Well, I was a cunt for many years and then uh, decided to... uh, And now you're slightly less of a cunt. Now I'm less of a cunt, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I... I very I keep saying this to people. I'm really surprised about Essex and how, like Towie is a really bad example it's the of worst what example. Essex is about because Essex is actually pretty cool. Essex is massive. I yeah, said it is Tash. massive. Yeah. Yeah, it was way over there on the couch. Still over there. It's not coming. I over. said Tash, Essex She's chipping in. Nice. She's chipping in with her eyes. Yeah. She's got her glasses on now. She can see what's going on. But even you know that record shop that we love, the one in Frinton, that's what yeah. uh, nearly two hours away. Yeah, and that's still in Essex. Well, when yeah, when you went, when I saw your post, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I try and I 
and I managed to uh, get, I said to Jay, I said, well, why don't we drive up to the coast? And she's yeah. like, yeah, all right. I knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and when we got there, she's going to listen to this. She's going to go, you cunt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at that. That's amazing. What are the chances? What are the chances? Yeah. This is amazing vintage, yeah. this uh, charity record shop. Yeah, listen, this coincidence is never going to happen. I better pop yeah. in there for Better pop hours. in and spend 60 odd quid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's massive, isn't it? Essex, Essex is huge. Essex is massive. So, yeah, Towie doesn't represent no it's like Essex one town like Chigwell so well, yeah, right, Chigwell yeah. Brentwood Brentwood yeah I mean when you go to Brentwood High Street it's lovely Brentwood's a nice place like affluent mm. lots of big houses lovely parks etc but you do get that lot mm. up and down the high street yeah okay you do all the stereotypes yeah absolutely yeah. they're slip-ons no socks oh god women out or women I say girls out in their curlers all day up and down the high street getting ready for the night out that evening really yeah is that a thing? They just it is in Brentwood. Fucking hell! Yeah, mate. I don't know anyone who's in that much of an hurry to be out, like going out with your curlers still in. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> like they're letting everybody know that, that they're, they're going I'll out. Be out tonight. If you if you if you're going out, you'll see me later. Oh, I see. Post curlers. Yeah, right. Yeah, I see. Do you do that, Tash? I'm bringing you in. You have to come over now because you're talking. You got to yeah, come over. The I can't hear. Yeah. Come on, Tash. Come on. Here she comes. There you go, she's got herself involved. Tash is getting involved in... It's the curlers that did it. <laughs> we knew you'd get, we'd, we'd get you somehow. Rosé, rosé wine, glasses on, curlers. That's a nightclub name. Is it? Rosé wine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you curlers. <laughs> so you curlers, mate. Curlers. Yeah, why are you going to go out with curlers in and your slippers on? I assume they were slippers. Yes, yes they slippers was. on as well. Yeah. Why? Like that all in one, yeah, like, like matching. Or whatever. Not Velcro, velour, whatever it's called, like. Oh, velour. Jogging. Yes. Outfit that they don't jog in, but that's fine. But then with slippers and curlers in. Very hot stuff. What are they going out yeah. for? Just to show the people that they're going out later? They're getting red, getting their nails Probably. done, or having a wax, yeah. getting their hair done. Yeah. You and go then they, out. Then they spend that all that time to transform themselves into this whatever it is they look like when they get out and i think what's the point everyone's just seen you everyone's just seen you at your worst yeah yeah oh god it's i'd rather understand. just be seen at my worst so everyone knows what they're getting go out with your curlers in yeah that's right <laughs> yeah that's why that's why tash was attracted to me because i was looking at my worst you actually only, at my best only one way to go after that <laughs> <laughs> so where did you two meet then <laughs> Well, we met via, because of Hardcore Listen. Oh, did you? Because of the podcast. So, Tash is one of our listeners. And there's it. What I love about the listener base is that they've all become, like, online friends, I suppose, haven't they? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So there's probably, what, 10, 15 people, maybe a, a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, who all now interact and are friends with people. So then when we have the live shows in London, they'll yes. come from miles around. Yeah, right. And meet up at the live shows. Oh, that's and nice. then be that little group at the live shows. Yeah. So... Like I was, you know, I share conversations with people, etc. But you know, Tash and I were having little conversations here and there. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? When you're you when you meet someone and you're like, oh wow, you're amazing. This is, and then they go, yeah. Do you want to see my luggage? And then, yeah. <laughs> and that's all of us. We've all got like when Jade and I got together. You know, I had more baggage than a train station lost property, mate. You know, so it takes yeah. a while to sort yeah. of get rid of it everyone's on their own personal journey aren't they they're on a different mm. journey you might meet at the right time for you two to meet yeah but then one of you's in a different place to the other exactly that so yeah, yeah when we were talking we hadn't I didn't know what Tash looked like 
Oh, what, online? Like, like, yeah, no. like, it was just like Twitter no, conversations, but there was, yeah. mm. but there was definitely like a, I, I, I found myself kind of drawn to her online Twitter yeah, account, yeah. bizarrely, and I didn't know why, <laughs> but then you know, Tessa said she felt the same way, out of all yeah. the people that we were talking to, even though I had no idea who she was, what she looked no. like, even if she, you know, she might have been a guy, for all I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the mind no, we've not found out yet. How long have you been together? <laughs> <laughs> you just go, and tonight's the night, the big reveal. Yeah. You know, Tash, up to that point, Tasha's been on a different journey. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. going through my journey. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the one with the, the recent baggage. And yeah, I kind of had so that experience myself. Way before you'd already gone through it. A couple of years prior. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you could, so you could see, you could see his baggage and. And he was waiting to see yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way I was, just the way I was sitting. Yeah. It's just yeah. the way your trousers hang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she's about two years ahead of me. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's... that's. I'll catch up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. It's funny, though, because I didn't realise that the baggage I had was... I'd been lugging it right throughout all of my relationships. Mm. I didn't really... I hadn't... There's stuff I hadn't dealt with from when I was a kid. Yeah. That I hadn't... Um, I just didn't realise that, like... Mm. Just being a, I was, I've got a selfish streak in me a mile wide that I battle with all the time, and I'm an angry little cunt as well. Or I have been, and it, I didn't realise, and you know, why? I just, I was just, I don't know why I was angry and fucked off, and yeah. so that's why all my relationships have ended in absolute catastrophe. Yeah. And me going, well, it's fucking them anyway. They don't get me, and then, and then, and then one day you kind of go like Jay to Jay to go. You need to go and fucking talk to someone. Yeah. You angry little shit. That's how they say if you're pointing a finger at someone, you point your free back at yourself. Yeah. Right? And yeah. You become yeah. a common denominator. <clears throat> exactly. Oh, similarly, you know, all my stuff was like childhood, mm. without a doubt, that I didn't know how to deal with because I was no. a kid and that manifested itself in anger. Yeah. But my anger was never outward because I didn't know how to deal with it. No. So it was all yeah. internal. Internal. It wasn't until like X amount of counselling that I had mm. that we worked out that it was actually anger that was the overriding really? emotion. And it could, but I, I still find it difficult to understand what emotions I'm feeling. Mm. All I know is there's a physical yeah. sensation in my body, like my stomach or my chest or my brain, but I don't know what to associate it with. I'm the same. Yeah. I, I was only recently, I, I couldn't tell the difference between anxiety and excitement. Okay. I would be like, pardon me, I'm going somewhere, oh God, I feel weird. Yeah. And then towards my mate he goes well you're anxious because it's a new thing that you're doing you're also excited because you're going to do it mm. so it's all sort of the same yeah, sometimes it's, it's that adrenaline kicks in yeah, it's overwhelming yeah and being I mean I'm a bit older than you being that uh, we never really talked about feelings when we were growing up you know it was only I wasn't as closed off as a lot of people like my mum and dad were still very open I yeah. guess um, but it's only been in recent years when I've gone actually yeah I'm there's a there's a this I'm feeling this I'm feeling that and I don't know what to do about it and yeah and opening up and I think you you seem to be on the similar sort of yeah absolutely I, I didn't really start in fact I started my first counselling when I was like 37 38 yeah yeah I, I, I thought to myself at the time I wish I'd done it back in like my early 20s or yeah. teenage years yeah 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 but then maybe I weren't ready then maybe I wouldn't have absorbed it I think I went for one counselling session when I was like 23 24 mm. and just being who I was then just thought all right, cool. Tick. Done <laughs> yeah. that. I feel better now. Yeah, that's it. But you know, that, you know, yeah, it's a project. One hour doesn't untangle <laughs> twenty-three years worth no, of complexities. No. So doing it later in life, it's almost like now I've done it now. I almost feel like I've been reborn, as mm, it were, yeah. and I'm a lot fresher to move on and, and to grow now. Yeah. 
I always I always feel I want to go back to the everyone like my ex-wife and and everyone and just go back and go I'm really sorry about that I was a fuck it was me and I'm really sorry but I was talking to someone about that and they went, no, they've got their own shit going on. Yeah. Who are you fucking going back and going, hi, I'm arrogant enough to think that you still give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? They've already, they've, they've already put you in a little box going, you know, a little box marked prick. Mm. Yeah. So that's where you reside and that's where you're going to reside for a long time. So what you can do now is going forward, make sure you don't do those mistakes again and you're not an angry little cunt going forward, yeah. you know. Which is kind of a, a decent filter for any human being. Yeah. You learn from your mistakes and be better than yeah. you You can't go back. No. You can't. I mean, you might, at, you, at one point, you might bump into someone from your past, mm. and that, I'm, which I've been lucky enough to do, and say, ah, oh, yeah, I met someone at a gig and she came up and she went, she goes, oh, I didn't know you were a comedian now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went, you were a fucking cunt to me. <laughs> and I went, I was. And then I'm really sorry. And she said, I oh, know. She goes, I know you're not a cunt. You were just a, you were being one, mm. which was the difference. That's yeah. when I started to realize the difference. Yeah. So there is that, and sometimes you get an opportunity, but yeah. more often than not, you don't, but you just got to move forward, didn't you? Yeah. Like you're doing, it seems to me. Yeah, try my best. Yeah. So I've had the, this motto for like a good few years: just be better. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. Why wouldn't anybody want to just improve themselves and evolve and be better? You get one opportunity, one life. True. You don't want to drag yourself down. Some people are completely resistant to that change. Mm. They don't know they're supposed to, or they just think, right, well, this is me, like a lump here. There's that, yeah, and you hear that, yeah. People go, oh, a leopard doesn't change its spots, and yeah. you can't teach a dog old trick, new trick, an old dog new tricks, and you're like, yeah. actually, you can. You can change all the right up until you. Yeah. you die yeah so there's, yeah there's always room for change the yeah. 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 yeah yeah that's the truth that's the trick isn't it yeah. to not yeah if you're an arrogant little cunt yeah yeah so where did it come from do you know all this the anger and frustration and the yeah so when I was uh, Tasha's taking a deep intake of breath oh it's fine so yeah when when I was 11 mm. I think I was at senior school yeah and my parents taught at my school oh bloody hell that's going to make you angry yeah <laughs> so I was um, my mum my was a French teacher mm. and my dad was PE teacher okay luckily for me my dad's super popular yeah like, like a super like my hero like a super good dude um, and my mum was an arsehole Oh, right. So she started, and this this was national news, by the way. So this this might not be news to some people, but she had an affair with one of the kids a couple of years above me at school. So, Holy so you, you know shit. when you know when um, like you read that in used to read that in the paper. All yeah, the time. it's almost like she was ground zero for that. Fuck, because it was in every paper. It was on the fucking telly. What year was, was this? So if I was eleven or twelve, it would have been eighty eight, eighty nine. Fuck me. Yeah. Just around the time that um, uh, it takes a nation of millions by Public Enemy came out, so yeah, every right. cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, man! How did yeah, you? Hip hop got me through all that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, Public Enemy. From the hood, did. Just as a quick aside, me, me and Tash went to watch um, the group uh, a midnight hour a couple of nights ago, which is Ali Shaheed Muhammad from A Tribe Called Quest. Right, yeah. Uh, Adrian Young, hip hop producer, and some other guys. And I met Ali Sheed afterwards. No. Because Tribe and Public Enemy yeah. got me through school and college. Right. Like I used to listen to Nation of Millions and Low End Theory. I told this to Ali the other night um, that I went through three 
LPs of low end theory and two cassette tapes. Fuck I used to listen to it all Played the time. Played it to death. Yeah, but it's one of those albums that just helps you through. Yeah, yeah. Whether Fuck the words me, are or not, yeah. Yes, that was that. So I had to essentially go into school every day knowing that after the everyone sto- else the, After the school, story had broke. The broke yeah. yeah. But everyone knew anyway. Everyone knew it was like, going like on. They would see him go into a class at break times or whatever, or her driving him off, giving him a lift home, etc., etc. No way. So like 800, 900 kids knew this, and that's what I had to walk into every day. But like I said, luckily, my dad was a superstar, yeah. so I was protected a lot. Okay. There was obviously a, a, a bunch of kids that thought, like, this is fair game, mm. and used to like destroy me every single day. Yeah. But for every one of those kids, there was like 20 kids who were just like, cool that would look after me so it was a gift and a curse really I suppose fuck I think oh. if my dad didn't teach there I would have been fucking ruined but then he he actually left to go to another school mm. when I was in the third year I don't know what year that is now like year uh, nine yeah. I guess um, yeah so that kind of left me on my own but he gave me the choice he said do you want to come with me and come to this new school Yeah. or do you want to stay at this school and I chose to stay at the school because all my friends were there yeah right I wish I'd gone, to be fair, but then my life would have been... Inf- I can't even begin to imagine where my life no, would be at the minute, because no. I was up in Epping Forest. Yeah, right. Um, so it was a, a big old journey, so I thought, no, I'll just stay with where my so friends wouldn't even, are. So yeah, you wouldn't be where you are now. And, yeah, and I think it's because I had that protection, mm. and you know, a lot of people on my side Yeah. versus that. Yeah, so that went on for like the five years I was at school, then the first few years of It went on for five years? She went to prison, didn't she? Yeah. Did she? Mm. Yeah, because, yeah, like embezzling money what school your mum this is your mum yeah fuck me yeah it's mental it's, yes yeah, it's, it's the front page of the sun was the it mirror. I would have known I don't I don't remember it but I would have known about it yeah especially time, if you yeah. were local like if you were around Essex right, yeah. etc yeah so yeah that was just enormous but I seem to sail through it yeah because like whenever there's a problem like the bigger the problem the calmer I am about it yeah right okay. which is bizarre hmm. but maybe that's just not dealing with something at the time so I just kind of sailed through it, and I was more because I got a younger brother. Yeah. I got, oh, I got three younger brothers, but at the time I had a younger brother who's four years younger than me, so he was eight, nine, ten, eleven when this was going on. Mm. Just seeing how she used to manipulate him, like let him down. For example, like when like she finally found out. There's yeah. like a ton of stories I'm not going to share on here. No. Um, but yeah, when when it was all found out and it kicked off and she finally moved out. Like she would do that classic shit parent thing, like I'll, I'll come and pick you up at the weekend and we go out and then never show up. Oh god! All that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or asking my brother to ask for pocket money off, like when, like when my dad finally met, like my well, I call my mother now. Yeah. Um. Like she'd ring and say, "Can you ask to borrow a ten and offer for pocket money to give to me?" Fucking hell! So I can see that whole manipulation, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think the the biggest thing was is because I knew it was happening way before my dad did. Mm. At like 13, 14. So you knew what was going on in the school and you were put in that position where you couldn't... Well, like when my dad would go out and work, yeah, I'd be at home and she'd have him round. What? So when me and my brother were in bed, I knew they were downstairs. You're fucking kidding. Or like we'd be somewhere, like my dad would go, she'd on a payphone, like ringing him, tell your dad it's your nan. What? So like making me and my brother... Yeah, like to, my God. Yeah, so like fucking terrible. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah. Well, that's all the, That's where all this. Is. Oh, that's, that, that, that's where like the anger came from. So mm. I, I was in that position of power, knowing that if I told my dad, I would have been responsible for. Yeah. Obviously, she's responsible because she. Was yeah, yeah, but you. But, but putting your children in that position. Yeah. So I was protective over my brother. Had to carry that with me, and then deal with everything at school, and then in the in the press on Richard and Julie Channel Five documentary. Fuck all man. that. 
dealing with all that, I just didn't know how to deal with emotions. I wasn't happy about anything, excited mm. about anything. I didn't know how to deal with anger or anything like that. So that just manifested. And then through the various relationships I had after that, yeah. they were all classic junior relationships you'd have. Yeah. But also with the underlying tone of, I've got a very skewed version of what relationships yeah. are. Fuck me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so no wonder you're angry. Yeah. Not and so then, much now. No. So you've... When so where's your mum now? Do you see her? No, I haven't spoken to her or seen her since I was seventeen. Really? So my my stepmum, as it were, has been my mum for longer than she was. Fuck so me. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. You know, she's I've done. Got my mum and dad. I've yeah, got yeah, yeah. And she's cool. This. Oh, you know, your mum. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, my parents are heroes. Oh man, yeah. that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But Fuck also, yeah. I think it's made me a far better, more rounded, smart, um, person. For mm. I think if I hadn't have been through that, yeah. I'd have probably been just some some soft shit just floating about. <laughs> Whereas now I think yeah. I'm, I'm quite perceptive. I can yeah. tell you know, people's characters and situations or whatever else. So I kind of thank that for happening, for making me the adult that I'm, I am and that I'm going to be. That's that's good that you yeah. can do that. Yeah, 100%. Because that, I mean, that just goes to show what sort of person you are. Because yeah. some people, they just let them, they, that would have just destroyed them. Mm-hmm. And then they would have either been cunts to everybody yeah, like taking it out on everybody, or they would have, they would have just gone into themselves and become yeah. hermits and not lived a life. So yeah. that's what it kind of kicked in in my mid thirties and onwards. Is I'd start feeling, you know, if anyone's been through like depression, you actually feel that physically. Mm. So just being in situations which are perfectly normal, yeah, but just sitting there thinking like, well, you've got physical dark clouds around you, you're burning up, you want to mm. flip tables and you don't know why. Yeah, but then you've got to hide it from the people that are around you, so your family or your kids or whoever's with you you've mm. got to hide it which then makes it even worse Yeah. so I think I got to that point where I was just thinking I can't I have another 60 years because we all die mm. at 100 everyone knows that everyone knows we die at 100 yeah. yeah so I can't have another 60 years of my life like another two thirds of my life feeling like this Yeah. so I have to do something so you went and had yeah, would you have psychotherapy to get to the root of the problem yeah I mean I'm lucky enough to get all that stuff with work anyway So. oh really yeah so got all my counselling sessions some group counselling sessions um uh, tablets every day but yeah, you know, I'd, I'd just recommend it to everyone they should do counselling at school yeah the curriculum that's something because we learn yeah. like we learn about some history we learn about mm. some maths we learn about some literature we learn about all that yeah. but we don't learn how to survive as an adult no we don't learn how to process your thoughts or deal with emotions or understand other human beings that's it you're just lucky that if you're interested in that you might read a book yeah if you work in an environment like I do and, and other people in like bigger companies you get that that training, that mm, education, okay. that behavioural training. Yeah. But most school kids, no, have got they can't survive. They're not told you how to. No. what utility bills are. Oh mate, how to get a mortgage or all yeah. that. Yeah, that's what Jade Jade talks about. this exact it's stuff mental. in a in a new show. Yeah. She's like, I know how to grow cress out of fucking cotton wool. Yeah, why do I know how to do that mm. when I don't know how to pay I'm my tax? Well, good at gluing. <laughs> Yeah, and I had the best shaped pasta <laughs> yeah. to stick to sugar paper. Yeah, but I don't know how to talk to my fellow men. Yeah, like I hated school. And I've said this on many podcasts. If anyone's ever listened, I fucking no. hated school. Yeah, no one's listening. There's Not no one. point to this. Yeah. I don't give. I hated school because it was boring. If you if you did taught me stuff, I reckon like about how how the world works and how to get your head around it, and you know, and what it means to be a human being. I might have because yeah. I'm really into that. Whereas when I was a kid, I didn't give a fuck about 
I didn't give a shit about who got shot with an arrow in 1066. Yeah. Or, didn't interest me. I don't give a shit. Who, who was shot? <laughs> Wasn't it King Norman? <laughs> was it King Norman? Yeah. King Norman got shot in the head, in the eyes. They had a cracking tapestry, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah well, I don't know how he did it with one eye. second favourite tapestry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Second? Yeah. He's yeah. a first. Yeah. Carol King's tapestry. Ah, uh, he always brings it back to the tunes. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but that's the other thing that I... Yeah, on reflection, my, my dad, who's been a teacher, head teacher all his life, kind of brings up as well, is that you learn you're studious at the wrong time in your life. Mm. So when you're like 11 to 18, you need to be learning life shit. Yes. Not textbook stuff. Yeah, just to pass that's exams. That's why so many adults go to, yeah, just to learn something, to recall it yeah. for an exam. And so then, then the numbers for the school look good. Yeah. yeah. And then all the kids who are sort of wild and hard to teach in school get destroyed yet they're usually the talented ones the creative ones yeah. the ones that will make a difference yeah. that just have it whipped out of them yeah. Dane Baptiste talks about it on his one saying about how there's different kinds of intelligence like yeah. just because you're not book smart doesn't mean you're stupid yeah. you're just you're just you know smart in another way yeah and if you think of like a lot of the like most successful famous people in the world who have like started massive companies or millionaires or whatever they're all school dropouts yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. they just had a different yeah. way of thinking yeah. So did you finish school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, finished school. After all three, that. Three years of college, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did it all. But again, that's because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just stopped going to, to school. Yeah. I got to 16 and I was supposed to have exams and that. I just didn't, couldn't remember when they were and just didn't go. So I yeah. sort of came away with, I, I, I've lied on so many um, job applications. I genuinely think I've got, I've got an A in chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Believe your own lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've lied about it so many times, I've convinced myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got an A in maths, A in, a in English, yeah. A in chemistry. <coughs> and then you wouldn't be here doing what you were doing if you'd have gone through that. Like, no. I wish that all the stuff that I do now, like the producing, that, that whole creative thing in me, mm. didn't start until maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, really? Like, mid, like early 30s. Yeah. I wish I knew or had the time or the confidence or the understanding to do it way back when I was like 19 yeah years. but then I mean I say that with comedy like, I know comics that have been going since they were 19 and it's like fuck, I didn't start until I was 32 yeah but to look back and be going oh, I wish I'd started earlier it's like, well, well you didn't so you, you did it at the time that you were supposed to do it yeah and that's what you're doing and just be grateful that you found it at all yeah which is like you with the producing yeah and so at least you're doing it mm. and you're still relatively young enough to have a long time doing it mm. so you know yeah that's and by the way you already think it think of it that way you're yeah. you seem to be a very positive dude yeah you yeah. do what you love right yeah which yeah. is why we one of my other mantras we're invest in yourself invest in yourself yeah yeah absolutely that's good yeah yeah people don't do they no no they invest in everything around them or dismiss that that self-help or that self-development yeah because you haven't got time for it but you've got time to plough through stuff that has nothing yeah. to do with you oh mate you in can, the long run you can everything yeah. short term I always say this to Jade I'm like well you can sit on sit on your phone on Twitter for three hours yeah that's three hours where you could be doing anything else yeah anything else you know don't social media will always be there it's, and yeah. we're all addicted to it so you need to come away yeah. and do well, that you can sit on there for three hours but what's the output yeah what have you gained from that three hours if you've gained another 50 followers and another couple of tickets to a gig then do yeah. it again yeah if but you haven't there's no point that's what she always says though. She's, yeah. always, she's always like oh well I'm just building up the fan base and all that I'm like you're not you're arguing with someone over yeah. on Twitter yeah, about Jamila Jamil angry. 
long. Yeah. That's why I come off Facebook. Yeah. Just couldn't do it anymore. Well, Facebook's getting to a point where it's just my mum doing all the quizzes. It's not kids anymore. No. All kids, the k- kids, kids Snapchat. Yeah, like kids. Is, yeah, they're, gone. they're long gone. Yeah. They're long gone. It's like we, we talk to television people and they're like, oh, well, we want, we're going to put these people on the television because that's what the young people want. You know, young people ain't watching telly. No. They're watching YouTube. Yeah. They're, on, they're doing other things. That's what all my girls do is watch YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube and Snapchat, they're all over there. Yes. Yeah. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. Which is why podcasts, I think, are like, they're like a sort of a new punk. Yeah. Because you can say what you want, you can do yeah. what you want, you can make a podcast. Yeah, you yeah. can do a podcast whenever you like, whack it out whenever you want. Yeah. And that's the beauty I of like it. Normal people speaking how people speak yes and having an opinion on something and that's that not yeah telling you what to think or say exactly or... that's why people like this podcast because it's people that sound like them talking the way that they talk i hear other podcasts talking about mental health but they've got a series of questions and it's all mapped out and it's all it's all sort yeah. of no so you know so anyway tell me about your mother which we know we've done but we've done it in a way that we would in the pub mm. yeah. and that's the that's what i wanted to do because yeah, that's 90% of people yeah. right? if you look at any advert it's only represents like 10% yeah. of people so for example even when you see like you know the ocean finance all those like lending companies mm. where you have to pay like 1500% of money yeah, 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 the people yeah. on there are living in this lovely spotless massive home yeah. they're not the people who need to fucking live nah. it doesn't represent them nah. or even like the, the classic one where when we were driving up there was a 
a billboard that said, um, "Are you beach body ready?" Right. Yeah. Go on the beach. How many? How many people? Actually, look that on the beach. Yeah, no like one's four. doing that. Yeah, the rest of it. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Tash. Yeah, you're, well, you're one of those four people. Everyone else right. just looks. The rest like, of us, if you have a three, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely the bottom three. But that's the classic stuff that's just drilled into everybody through whatever form yeah. of media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This very small percentage of people. Yeah, is what you need to look like or sound like or act like or buy like or yeah. And it isn't. It's, no, it's, it's so unattainable. It's fucking normal. Yeah, if you, were, if you were to look like that, you wouldn't have time to go to the beach because you'd be in the gym. Yeah. And if you weren't at the gym, you were doing steroids. And then, Absolutely, yeah. And then you're doing your steroids, you're back at the gym. Yeah. And by then, the sun's gone down. And there's nothing wrong with going to the gym. No. Or looking after yourself, no. staying healthy. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all, but you don't want to feel ashamed of how No, which is what they do. Yeah. yeah. But it's all about money, isn't it? Everything out there, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed... Mm-hmm. You can feel your money getting tugged out of your wallet yeah. by someone somewhere. Everyone's trying to fuck you, yeah. and not in a good way. And it's yeah. depressing. And this yeah. is why everyone's. This is why we're all anxious now because we're just bombarded with shit all the time, and yeah. there's no escape. Yeah. And we're and then we're and then we're getting into social media. And we're making it worse for ourselves yeah. by still being plugged into it. This is why we're all we're all a fucking mess. Yeah, it's where like parents these days need to step up to that next level. Mm. Sure their kids are still thinking savvy. Yeah. I don't mind my girls being on Snapchat and Instagram no. and all that, but I know that I've done enough to make them savvy yeah. so that they can detach or dislocate that from yes. their own reality. How's the relationship with your kids? Is it Because you're not with the mum anymore, are you? No. Because you're attached. No, yeah. yeah. That would be weird. If you'd have gone, cleared that up, yeah. Yeah, if you'd have gone, well, actually. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm glad I brought you here. Yeah. No, my relationship with, with my kids is, is absolutely fantastic. I'm, like, I couldn't be more proud of them. I've mm. got three. I've got a, a boy who's four. Okay. Then a seventeen-year-old and a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're. Spe- I'm blessed with them. Blessed yeah. with them kids. But since the day my eldest was born up until today, I've always had that relationship. Mm, that's nice. Because I've always wanted to be the parent that kids want to have, right? Yeah. And again, yeah. I've been inspired off my dad, mm. off my new mum. I don't yeah. get that blur. <laughs> right. New mum. Off those, you know, I see how great parents are, mm. and I just want to emulate that. The 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 um. Uh, generosity, the love, the kindness, the support that my parents give is just exactly what I want to filter down yeah. to the kids. Brilliant. And I'd say shit flows downwards, right? So yeah. you're, you're only a product of your parents in your environment. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that they they've got one opportunity to have me as a dad, and I want to make sure that I take that responsibility to mm. give them the best. That's amazing. For yeah. Their life, right. I've had it because I was a young dad like you, mm. so I've not been. I've been great pretty much all of it but I've had moments where I've not been, only because I was struggling with my own shit, mm. um, broke up with their mum years ago. So, you know, like, I was a bit unreliable to start with and, and shit like that, but I've made amends now. I spoke to my eldest recently and I just said to him, I said, I'm sorry if I was shit. And he's like, you weren't shit, you're fine. Yeah. So it's nice That's the that, pressure yeah. we've got on ourselves. Yeah. Like Tasha, you know, the amount of like guilt. Oh, guilt, guilt is awful. Yeah. I put on myself. Part and parcel of being a parent is guilt. Yeah. No mm. matter if you're... Mary Poppins, you, you'll always feel guilty about something. Yeah, yeah. you said to me that, that one of the best bits of advice you gave me was don't transfer my emotions onto them. Yeah. And like when you when you step back and look objectively at your kids and see they're acting fine and talking fine and living yeah. fine, it's managing to separate the emotion from the fact. Yeah. And just not be constantly like guilty or whatever. I think I said to said to the girls once, like I know you think your parents. Uh, like superheroes, 
but we are human. Like, mm. I'm a human being and I'm going to go through some stuff. Yeah. But I'm always going to be as available as possible for you guys. I'm the same with my yeah. lads. They, they know that if the shit is a fan, they can ring me anytime, day or night. Yeah. And like I say to them in money, because <clears throat> they're always like, oh, I don't like to ask. I'm like, well, you ask. I'd rather you ask me. Yeah. And, then, and like I say to me, if, you, if I've got it, you can have it. If I haven't, you can't. It's as simple as that. But yeah. never not ask me. Yeah. <clears throat> and so it's nice to have that relationship. Yeah. And it's nice that you've got that as well. Yeah. And it's good with the mother and my kids. We never, we even though at times we hated each other, we never used the kids against each other. Mm. We never bribed each other. Mm. We always made sure that the kids were fine, yeah. even though we were fucking at each other. Yeah. And I don't know if that was the same with you. Uh. We always had the belief that the parents uh, need to be aligned. Yeah. So whether you do or don't agree with yes. yeah. each other, yeah. if the kid's been told off, it isn't about us not agreeing. It's yeah. about the kid understanding authority and respecting yeah, yeah, yeah. the decisions as adults. Mm. Um, we struggle, as, we as, struggle with yeah, that a couple as, of times. Yeah, but since, like, I don't want to talk too much because it's still ongoing, but since the split, that's a little mm. hazy. Like, yeah. I've been really poked with a lot of guilt. Yeah, of course you have. In how I've been able to deal, do things and stuff, which I completely disagree with. And I think I've, you know, been helped to see through that mm. a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you know, way way back, there was definitely this is for the kids' benefit, not our benefit. Mm. Yeah, right. You sound like you're doing all the right things, and now you're now you're you're working for Apple, mm-hmm. and you're producing. Mm-hmm. Fucking great, I'm man! Doing lots of stuff, investing yeah. in myself. Like investing in yourself, stuff. yeah. Yeah, we've been. Can I share the gratitude thing? Yeah. Yeah, like we we think positive a lot. Yeah. And you understand, like negative energy just brings you down. Yes. So if you're with somebody that's difficult and hard work, mm-hmm. you feel shattered, and that's just your emotional. Yes. Depleting, right? Are you listening, Jade? Yeah, go on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to restore that energy like yeah like a rechargeable battery right you use that battery you need to charge it up again you know overnight whatever get your rest get your sleep have a, a decent meal whatever it's yeah. to recharge it back up and we've been talking recently you know tash introduced me into this is positive thinking so if for some reason the human race we're hardwired to be cynical skeptical yeah negative or at least in Britain we are, right? Well, I'm saying that, yeah, Ruby Wax, I'm reading her book at the minute. This has yeah. been mentioned on a podcast before. She's got a bit in it where she explains why we are predisposed to negativity. Oh, so cool. it goes back to when there was danger. Yeah. And it made you, if you're a bit more cynical, it made you more, you're more wary and looking yeah. around and looking for danger. That's why we are, the yeah. way, that's why we lean more towards that. If you were positive all the time, like she said in the book, you'd be run over by a lorry by, yeah. by midday because you're too busy skipping the whistle. Too busy, yeah, you're skipping the whistle, exactly yeah. what she says. Yeah, knocked over by a horse and cart. Bang. Yes. Done. So that's why that is. So yeah. keep going. But that's, that's the thing. So if you listen to any like break room conversation or pub conversation, it's generally this is shit, this was shit, this nasty thing happened to me, I hate this, I hate that. Mm. It's all negative. And that brings negativity, breeds negativity, right? So that. Negative things will only ever happen to you. You'll only ever be in that constant yeah. doldrum. Whereas, if that's correct for negativity, surely you can flip it and that can be mm. correct for positivity. Yeah. So if you're thinking today's going to be great, I have a great conversation. I'm going to do something nice for somebody. I'm going to have a nice dinner. Whatever you're going to do, that will happen as well. Mm. So it's just completely rewiring your whole yeah. process yeah. into being positive. So even little things like when you wake up, what are you grateful for? So this morning when I woke up, it's the first morning I've done it, 
but this morning I'm like, I'm grateful for the kids I've got. I'm grateful for Tash. I'm grateful for the friends that, that I have. I'm mm. grateful for the people that I'm meeting. Yeah. I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for hardcore listing. I'm grateful for my, the, the small amount of talents that I've got. Yeah. And already you feel better. That's amazing. And I've had a much better day for it. Yeah. Whereas a few months ago, I'm like, I can't get out of bed. Mm. I'm in the shittiest situation ever. I can't face going into work. I can't face any conversation I might be having with X, Y, and Z. Mm. Yeah. Thus, I spend the next day, two days, panicking about all that shit. Yeah. Oh, mate. I I've yeah. About once the last couple of days. All I've thought about is I've got some really good stuff coming. Brilliant. It's insane. Yeah, it is. That I, I've said this to people. I have to physically say out loud, mm. stop being a prick. Get out of bed. Go yeah. and go for a walk. And yeah. it's fucking hard to get, to, to get your shoes on and go for a walk. Mate, little, know, little, little, little it's so good. Like, I signed off work back in January. Yeah, right. And I couldn't get out of bed. No. Couldn't. But then that little victory was like coming out of your body, yeah. putting your trainers on, yeah. going out, coming back, putting the rest of your clothes on, going, <laughs> going out. And that little hour, two hours walk that I had yeah, that yeah. day, those little tiny victories, and then I expanded that a bit. And then I'd travel to different little towns like Stanford or Coronham or Tilbury or Basildon, mm. go in the charity shops, yeah. find through some records and start gently getting yes. yourself back. Yeah. You know, three weeks later, I was buzzing, couldn't get back to work. Whereas three weeks before that, I couldn't get out of bed and I wanted to top myself. Yeah, it's right. Horrible. It is, yeah. But it's just that, that positive thinking. It's mad, isn't it? It's insane, yeah. And it's, I, when, I, when I say to people, say it out loud. Mm. Say it, say it. Get dressed. Just say it, shout it. Go and get dressed, you fat prick. Yeah. Go and go out. And I did it today. I got back last night really late and then this morning I'm up and I'm on my laptop. And I kept looking at the time, I'm like, oh, right, I'll, I'll go for a walk in a minute. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's Sunday. What's yeah. the point? But I'm like, no, go out, you fucking asshole. So I went out, and it was lovely. I walked all the way on the water, walked up, and it was fucking great. Mm. And on the way back, I bought chicken, and I have a nice dinner. And it's oh, like, God, yeah. Right. See? What happened is you put yourself out to the universe, and the universe gave back. Gave me a chicken. You gave me a chicken. <laughs> if you hadn't gone out... You'd have probably scrabbled around for like, a few bits of crisps. Yeah, I would have had toast and yeah. um, crisps on toast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then just been furious with yourself for the rest of the. I night. would have been. I had a, it's like Saturday night. I'm, well, this weekend I've been away, and it's usually because I've got mates in Sheffield and we go out and we get pissed and we mm. do whatever. And this weekend I went. I'm not. I'm not doing it. And they, and he was like, Oh, I thought you were coming out. I'm like, No, I can't. I, I'm, well, one, I haven't got any money, and two, I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Mm. And so they put up in this house. So I went back to there and on the way back, I'm like, fuck it, I'll get a pizza because I'll treat myself. I'll have a pizza. Mm. I didn't. I went to the house and I waited in for the other comic I was staying with and we sat there. I had a bowl of muesli. We watched videos on YouTube. We had yeah. a laugh. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucking great. Yeah. And I didn't have a pizza. Yeah. yeah fuck well yeah. So it's little things like, like victories every yes. single day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't control your past or change it or affect it no but if you make the right choice every hour of the day then yeah. your future will map out in front of you yeah yeah you can't predict the future but you can no. you can take them steps towards it by just making better choices every day right? yeah keeping busy as well mm. you keep yeah. busy with your producing and you do music as well don't you sometimes I don't know if you're like this with your creative process but you'll get to a point where you're not emotionally connected with it mm. you're a bit knackered with it yeah. you still need to keep doing it because it's your muscle memory you've got yeah. to keep writing and writing and writing yes. the best time to create is when you don't want to do it right yeah right because you know Pip told me this is that 
if you just sit down when you're excited, you'll only do what you know, just to get rid of that adrenaline. Yeah. Whereas if you sit down and force yourself to do it, it's a bit like going to the gym. Yeah. You can't go to the gym when you fancy it. You've got to keep working out yeah. so you get better results. So it's just that muscle memory. So you're right, you know, because I this little step back yeah, I've had. I have that. I've feel like I'm getting more and more creative. So I'm watching. I watch YouTube videos and stuff, mm. and I talk to you know guys at work who are much better than me than doing stuff. And I'm learn. I feel like I'm learning more by not doing it. Mm. So I'm really excited when I finally get a bit of time, or when I manage to move out my parents and get a place to live, and I set all my stuff back up again. Yeah, I think I'll be better than I was. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really yeah. excited about that. So I'm not punishing myself. No. For not having, I've got tons of shit in the in the bank. Don't mm. get me wrong. Like I've got loads of like projects and unfinished stuff, and I still put a few things out. But my energy at the minute is like hardcore listing, yeah, the track, and and the other ones. But and your personal life. And my personal life, yeah. which you know, is super important because I, I, I need to move that forwards. Um, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Times are ticking. Yeah. Tash is waiting. Pressure is on. Yeah, the pressure's on. Yeah. No, but um, you shouldn't feel pressured to put stuff out when you've got your own yeah. stuff to deal with. Yeah, so what yes. I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to is continue to promote the stuff that I do have. Mm. Because it's the, the one thing I hear all the time is like I'll say to somebody, oh, oh you're a producer, cool, let me hear something. Yeah. Oh, no, it's well old. Oh yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They've I heard it. To music from 1973. True, mm. true. I'm not going. Oh, this is. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah, man. Your audience will hear it for the first time. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you've it's moved true. on from it. True. So you might write a joke that you've done a few times, but if I hear it for the first time, I'm going to love it, right? Yeah. I'm not going to go. Rich, is that joke eight years old? Yeah. <laughs> why why <laughs> can't you tell me that? Yeah. Rob Beckett yeah. said that, and I keep mentioning him because Rob Beckett, over the years since I've known him, has given me some really good advice. Yeah. And I was doing Edinburgh. And I'm going. Oh, I've got to do a new. I've got to do a new hour because I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And he's like, "But this is." He goes, "Why?" He goes, "This is your first proper Edinburgh." It's not the same crowd. Yeah, it's not the same crowd. And it, they're, yeah, they're not going to know. That's a common thing. Like yeah. we have. This is just a stupid example, but at work we have a meeting in the morning, and mm. we'll have a conversation and stuff, and answer a few questions. And then when the afternoon people come in, we'll have like an afternoon meeting, do the same thing. Yeah. And what you find is whatever went wrong in the first meeting. When you go to the second meeting, whoever's hosting it will talk about all the stuff that went wrong. It's irrelevant. Yeah. They're new people. They don't care. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I'm going no. to like, a recruitment event for the company I work for, and the guy that was doing it with me started apologising that he'd used all the wrong fonts on like the keynote. Like, <laughs> they don't fucking care. They don't know. But you've immediately hey, undermined the keynote that you've made. Yeah. All they're thinking about yeah, now is, so I wonder what much. font that is. Is it Helvetica New? Is it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what is it? <laughs> Sounds coming from another reason. I don't They're know. They're your new audience. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Do the same shit all the time you to different audiences. Yeah. I did. I fucking stormed out. <laughs> I was like, you prick, it's supposed to be Helvetica New, Italic, <laughs> Thin, 12 point. <laughs> yeah. And then he threw his chair across the room. <laughs> yeah. Caught one of the new starters in yeah. the face. Fuck you. Yeah, dead now. Cool, he's angry, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't work for Apple anymore. No, he That's he's... not who I work for, by the way. I work for a big technology company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. And on that on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it sounds like you're doing alright. You, yeah. you, you've been you've been Because of the and... people that I'm meeting yeah. over the last couple of years, the last year, the last six months, the last six yeah, days. Yeah, six days. The people that I'm meeting are all the people that are bringing me forward and I sincerely hope that's the same for a lot of people yeah don't ignore coincidences no if you put yourself out there something unexpected will happen yes and I th actually I learned that when did I learn that I read it somewhere 
never ignore a coincidence because it happens for a reason. Yeah, right. A bit yeah. like the whole, I don't know if you do it, but you know, if you look at your phone or a clock or a watch or a, and it's double, double numbers like 11 11 mm. or 12 12 or 13 13, whatever it might be, four ones, four three, you can't have four threes in a clock. What I'm talking about, four twos, 22 22. Yeah, four threes, it's 33 it means 33. Something. Yeah, don't ignore a coincidence. So meeting you, meeting Tash, meeting Stu, meeting Chris, yeah. those kind of things. It's all things yeah. because I'm predisposed to go, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't fancy that. I'll be. I'll. I'll make myself look a tit, so I'm not going to go. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'll just. What have you missed out by not going? Exactly. The, the anxiety, the negative emotion. Yes. Stops you. Exactly. Exactly. Or doing something, or even making a connection, that might come back yes. over down the line. Which goes back to what you said about doing something, even when you're not in the mood. Yeah. I always now go. Fuck it. I'll go. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll go. It's so easy to go. Oh, listen. I can't make it. Yeah. Then, but just do it. Go and do but it. Even if something doesn't come of that, mm. you weren't sitting in doing fuck all. No, exactly. You didn't give in to the negative emotion. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Keep keep moving forward yeah. and being positive. <laughs> all right. This has been great. Thank you, Rich. Nice one. I so where totally can, enjoyed it. Where can we find your work? Can we find it online? You can. So 76, spelled S-V-N-T-Y. Yeah. Essentially 70 without the E's. I like that with the numeral six at the end. I like having you in my phone as 76. Yeah. It makes me look so fucking cool. <laughs> Who's 76? Oh, he's a producer. Scroobius Pip and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. cool, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he like? I've only met him twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at 76 yes. on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then on there, you'll find links to my Bandcamp page where you've got all my instrumental projects. I like making instrumental hip-hop. I've got some albums on there with MCs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my stuff's on Yeah, I've listened to, to some of your stuff. It's no, fucking great, man. Yeah, that. very talented, man. That. So that's where we can find you. And if you're a vinyl fan... Yes. Um, as Rich and I are... We are. Um, you can search me on YouTube, and I do little walkthroughs uh, of my beats, but also walk... Um, I, I talk about some of the records I found in charity shops. For the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I saw it, yes. Yeah, so you can watch me on YouTube talking about why I bought this record and what hip-hop track it was sampled on and what it nice. means to me. This has been great. Yeah, it has been great, Rich. Thanks for coming down to 76 and Tash. Thanks for inviting us. Good luck for everything. I'm sure you two lovely people will be fine because we've learned so much about the shit we've done before. It can only be positive now, can't it? It can only be. Yes. See? It's it's all within our control and our grasp and our choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane in the membrane. So that was 76. He's a good lad, isn't he? What an amazing story as well. I couldn't believe it when he started telling me. And I was like, what? Uh, okay. It was amazing, wasn't it? Because you hear these stories in the news, didn't you? Um, so it was really interesting. He was very he was very open and honest. It's a nice one, 76. Thanks for coming down, man. Um, and if go back to some of our older episodes while I've got you. Um, last week, we had Reginald D. Hunter and Tom Rhodes, which was a great chat. We did that in uh, Reginald D. Hunter's garden. There's also Matt Stocks. So Matt Stocks, uh, is he was a DJ with Kerrang. Uh, very interesting dude. And simultaneously, I've put out um, his his episode of this podcast and the my my uh, episode of Life in the Stocks that we recorded on the same day. So you lucky people, you get to hear me talking shit for for fucking ages. So um, uh, big shout out to producer Paul again. And thank you to uh, Acast and everybody else. Thank you for listening to everyone. And uh, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, cheers. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.